Hey, Zoe. Hey, Lo. How's it going today? Oh, so good. I'm really excited because we have some exciting things to talk about today in the world of Lo and Zoe. And uh, yeah, it's. I feel like today kind of marks the start of something that a lot of people have been asking us <laughs> for the last like two and a half years, essentially since Zoe moved to Bali, which is, well, do you want to, do you want to share Zoe? Yes. Well, this, this episode is a new era of Low and Zoe because we've actually decided to come back full force in consistency and producing episodes for you guys on a weekly basis, like we did at the beginning of time, at the beginning of Low and Zoe, when it was birthed, what is this, four years ago now, Low? Four, five wow. years? Almost? I think four years. Yeah. What is time? Yeah. What is time? <laughs> time doesn't exist. Our alumni or QC squared alumni know what we mean by that. But um, yeah, so we, we've decided to come back and commit to consistency because we love it. It really lights us up. We speak on a daily basis anyways, because as you guys know, we are business partners. We've actually just launched a, our, the first ever Low and so mastermind, which is called Divinity, which is going phenomenal so far. So we speak on a daily basis. We love it but we know that you guys love it too. And we've had you guys reach out so much and let us know that you love the Low and Zoe show. When Spotify does the wrap up, it's been some of your number one listens or at least up there. And we're ready to commit to providing you with more value than you could ever imagine through the Low and Zoe show. Yeah, I have this very clear memory or like ingrained memory when we're talking about the Low and Zoe show of being at my brother's wedding, this little backyard COVID wedding with like nine people at it. And one of his best friends comes up who I don't know if I'd ever met before. And he says, I have to ask you on behalf of my sister, because she's a low and Zoe, uh, listener. And she wants to know if you guys are ever going to come back in the way that you used to think. Oh. And, and I was like, Oh, like we haven't, that was like for people that are new to the low and Zoe show, we started it. Yeah. Right around four years ago, actually. Um, and we were very consistent with it. We did like seasons though. We did like, did we, we might've even done two episodes a week mm -hmm. for like a season and a season would be 25 episodes. Um, and people loved it. I mean, I, I've always thought about the Lone Zoe show as sort of this like vortex. Like it feels bigger than Zoe and I, it's, it's a real just channeled space. Um, but you guys are really what has made it magical. The, the, just the level of love that the Lone Zoe show gets and the ease of it for us. Um, but after about, I guess it was around a year. Yeah, we did it for a year. And then everything with COVID happened and Zoe decided to leave for Bali. And I know you were just at that time, very intentional about your energy. And actually at one point had, had said you were going to step away from the Lo and Zoe show for good. Um, and, and a big part of that, I think was our time zones. Like we were for almost two years, 12 hours, 13 hours time difference. But what ended up happening instead was just every once in a while, we would post an episode or if we were launching something, then we'd come back for, you know, a few episodes and we've never really come back consistently. And I, what I love about that is that we've just honored what always felt aligned for the Low and Zoe show. And what's feeling aligned right now is, is, as Zoe said, coming back full force, giving you guys weekly episodes. Um, at the very beginning of starting the Low and Zoe show, it was we, we would sit in one of our apartments and just have these conversations about manifestation and the universe and life. And I think at one point, one of us said like, we should be recording these, <laughs> these conversations because I feel like people would love to listen. 
And I feel like that's where we've come back full circle, but now with a whole other level of awareness and personal growth and just the way that we think about and teach manifestation has, has really, really shifted. Um, so yeah, I mean, what has changed for you though, in regards to where you were at a couple of years ago, wanting to simplify, wanting to, you know, move to Bali and just really allow yourself some breathing room versus now. Yeah. Well, what I will say, like, just to touch, touch back again on the origins of Lo and Zo is that I feel like the reason why so many of you resonate with listening to us and what we share is because we've always showed up uninhibitedly talking about what's actually going on in our own lives, what we're coming to learn about manifestation, about quantum creation and, you know, matters of the heart, even like we we brought it all to the table in Lo and Zo. So it literally is like, we are just sitting together at Lowe's house or wherever I might, I might find myself in the world having a conversation. And I feel like that's what um, resonates the most with each of your hearts because we're all so much more similar than we think as human beings always. So what we're moving through in our lives and is generally be able to be seen through the collective and mirrored in that way. So I feel like that's why um, the Lo and Zosho is such an amazing, loving and beautiful community. And thank you to each of you who tune in and listen, because we love this. Like as much as it, we love having these conversations with each other, it's like, we, we feel you guys, your guys' energy. And we just appreciate uh, every time, of course, that you reach out, that you share, um, that you tag us and things, because it just lets us know, like, yeah, you're, you're listening, you're, you're here. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, what I will say around like wanting to simplify things. So before moving to Bali, I was burnt out. I was very burnt out and I didn't have that in my awareness at the time. Um, so I was burnt out from being an entrepreneur and kind of being this hustle survival mode. There was a lot of dysregulation going on in my nervous system. There was still a lot of stored trauma in my body that I hadn't addressed that was like manifesting in scoliosis. There was just like a lot um, that I, I hadn't tapped into yet when it comes to releasing the past, releasing my body to release the mind in ways. And um, so by the time when I moved to Bali, I knew that I just need to be in nature. Like, I think that was the biggest draw after being like in Toronto through winter, like being in a condo, I just strongly desired freedom and to be outside and to be in the sunshine. Like we, we, if we simplify it, like that's what I really wanted. And so that I decided that when I moved to Bali, I would really just release any and all the things that I could, including like all my physical tangible items, but also just wanted to like not commit to being on the computer so much because at that point in leaving too, I was wrapping up Toronto film school, which I was going to school full-time. I was running a full-time business online. There was so much, I was on zoom yeah. every day for hours a day. And that was just perpetuating the internal exhaustion in my mind and my body and just like draining my energy, like zoom fatigue is a real thing. And so when I moved to Bali, that was sort of like the reasoning why I was like, I don't want to commit to consistency. Like let's say with Lo and Zo show or Lo and I were part of a mastermind together. And I chose to like step away from that. I'm like, I don't, I just want to like release all the things and then see what flows back to me. That was sort of the, it's kind of like, 
what's that quote? It's like, if you love something, let it go. And if it comes back, it's yours. Like that's like, it's almost like what I was actually practicing without even recognizing was like, I, I felt this call in my being to just release all things. And then I saw like what remained or what flowed into my reality as my, as my way of moving forward. So where I would say that I'm at now is that I feel like Lo and I have been tapping into and channeling some next level stuff, especially over the last like eight months, I would say we created Imperfect and Prosperous as a course, which is absolutely life-changing. I mean, changed my life and we've got participants in there right now. They're just having incredible breakthroughs. And so there was started to be more that was starting to channel through us, just like the beginning of time with Lo and Zoe when Quantum Creators channeled through us and, and everything else. But there's like, there's so much more that wants to come through and we love it. And I just feel so strongly in my heart that this is what I want to devote myself to is the consistency in sharing the Lo and Zoe show. Um, simply just coming back to what feels the best, what feels the most aligned and what is the space where I'm called to spend more of my time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was quite a that, bit low, but reflect. No, no, it was perfect. <laughs> um, I mean, that's really what this episode is here for. But uh, I think the both of us have really just gained so much clarity. I mean, I think about a few years ago and where I was at, and it was, it was kind of like just being really transparent. I had the energy to be in all the spaces in my business. I wanted to be, it was exciting to me at that point. It was a lot more of like a short term, not that I saw it being short term, but I'd only been in it for a couple of years. Right. So like Lowenzo was one facet. And then I did, I've just always done so many different things and I still am, but it, it's not felt aligned for quite a long time. Um, and one of the things that I did in my own business is create like a, a monthly membership kind of thing where I can coach people and stuff like that with, with an, a decision to start simplifying. And I think what's resonating with both So and I at this point is really looking at like, okay, how do I actually desire to feel in my life in business? Or how do I desire to feel in my life in the coming years, you know, for the rest of time, potentially. And what, supports that right now. Like I'm really starting to think more in terms of like the next five years, whereas I used to only really think about things in terms of the next few months, to be honest. Um, and so it's really like, it's the energy that is low and Zoe that both of us are just feeling so much. So like drawn to creating more of, and that was ultimately what had us launch the mastermind was like, we wanted to share the things that we were really learning about and starting to implement. Uh, and we'll talk about a little bit of that today, just in terms of just big energetic shifts for the two of us. But for me, it was like, I want ease. I want fun. I want consistency. Like one little shift is I'm really prioritizing in my business payment plans over painfuls that I used to be so obsessed with trying to get as many payment pay in fulls for a program because it was like a, it was a dopamine hit. You know, it was exciting to see these big payment plans come in or sorry, these big, uh, like pay in fulls come in now few things excite me more than someone choosing like a year long payment plan or something, <laughs> because it's like, it's like the, the peace of mind and consistency in that feels really, really aligned at this point. And so it's just this whole mindset shift that I think is bringing us both back into just this clarity that we've always had with Lo and Zoe, 
that this feels the way that we want our businesses to feel moving forward. Like I want ease. I want weeks off. I want consistency. I want momentum to do a lot of the work for me. And I feel like I've never really been able to, to create that. It's almost like every month is almost like starting from new essentially like, what am I launching this month? What am I? And like, there's, there's pieces of that, that I love and pieces of it that are just so out of alignment for me at this point. And I know for you as well, Zoe. So like, we're just inevitably, you know, really feeling drawn back into more low and Zoe work. Um, specifically, we're really going to be focusing on quantum creators and really, do you want to speak to like, just some of what we've been talking about behind the scenes? So in terms of our belief in quantum creators and how much we just know that like, we want to really focus there, bringing more people into QC squared. Yeah. Because quantum manifesting, it's the one thing we always come back to it is because you know, what is yeah. the truth of reality. That's yeah. what it, that's what it is. It's the truth of reality. And we time and time again, we see it work time and time again, we've seen it change hundreds of people's lives. And this course has a life of its own. It always has. It's always, I mean, it channels right through us in a weekend and like, it just took on this huge momentum and completely changed our lives. And I'm so grateful for it, but it's so much more than us. And what we've found like over time, even when we're not launching it, people seem to find some random link and the course sells. Like, it's like, though that in itself is a sign that the people are looking for QC squared on a, on a larger basis, because I feel like Lo and I have something really special when it comes to how we've broken down quantum physics and manifesting is that like, of course you can dive into like more of a scientific text type of work around it. You can dive into Dr. Joe Dispenza's content around it. You can dive into like a happy pocket full of money around it, but we have like, and and even Neville Goddard, right? There's so many different teachers or guides or resources, but the way that we have like collected this information and taken this information and reflected it back in our way of being classic Lowenzo style, like we make it extremely relatable, easy, and digestible for people, especially like our community and our audience. And I think that's what people really appreciate is like through the quantum creators course, you can just, you just get it. It just clicks because we, our intention was really making this easy, effortless. You prove it to yourself in the course. It's just, it's so, I don't know. It's just so freaking perfect. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I get like, we like, wait, like tell them what you always say. Tell them what you always say. Uh, what, what about About the hill, about the hill. Oh, that I'll die on the hill that is quantum creation. Yeah. I mean, because I always do come back. I mean, the further that we get into our own, our own journeys, obviously there's a lot of different things that we teach when it comes to manifestation. But if I had to, to stick with one, like one philosophy, because to my, in my mind, they all fit together. And what we've seen is that people that come into the mastermind and imperfect and prosperous, they're all, they're all alumni to quantum creation. And so the way that I really view it is quantum creation is like the truth. Like it is, is the truth of who we are, of how powerful we are. And we, we brought in a new module, um, with, I think it was a year ago when we, around a year ago when we launched it, that is about, we called it humanology. IAP and perfect and prosperous and divinity are like big extensions on the part of it that is 
uh, that is humanology, right. That is the nervous system. That is the, the human side of it. But without the context of quantum creation, to me, it's almost like I don't have an understanding as to why the work inside of our mastermind and and IAP is hugely beneficial. And we've had tons of people that obviously have only ever taken quantum creators and had it completely change their life. So I guess it's just the journey that you're on and what's going to resonate with you. But yeah, I guess I just always come back to the truth that is, um, quantum creators. And even when I'm knee deep in like a period of my own life, that is, uh, you know, surrender, let's say, it still to me is given context in terms of its power because of what I know of what we teach in quantum creators. So it's like, I just, I believe in it more than anything else. I believe it is fundamentally the truth about how our thoughts create our reality. And it gives context to all other work. And basically the role, like once you know what's in quantum creators, you can decide how big of a role you want to play in consciously deciding your desires or living more of a space of surrender. Like, I I don't know. It's just, I really, I really view manifestation and all of the work around it, all of the self-development work through the quantum physics of manifestation, which is what we teach inside QC squared. But I also love that over the last four years, it's become, I mean, it started as four modules and it's become, I mean, it's five modules. I think there's three or four mini modules of topics that we've added. It is, uh, probably four different full length trainings that we've added to it that we used to launch. We've did reality shifters. We did, um, we've done a couple of rounds of the quantum leap live stream. We had one called the quantum life live stream. We've done creator. All of that is inside as well, but then it's like, it's weeks and weeks and weeks or months really worth of Q and a as well. So it's just, it's its own library. It's this entity, of a space. It's a community. It's, it's something that honestly, from day one felt like it was happening through us. Mm-hmm. Um, not from us by any means I watch back some of it and I'm like, I don't remember how we figured this out, how we knew what to put like, yeah. So I just, it's one of the things we've created and that I've created that I'm the most proud of in my work. And I just think everyone needs it. Everyone you know, is looking, not everyone, many, many, many people are looking for it. And what we were saying right before this call is like, why did it take us so long to just decide to focus on what really, really works for the two of us? I mean, obviously we both have our own businesses and clients that we work with, but when it comes to just like the bigger vision, it's always been quantum creators. We've just like, you know, there was just things that needed to come into alignment, like Zoe moving back to this side of the world and <laughs> stuff like that. So that's going to be a really big focus for us. We are starting with a whole new launch of it in May and a new two day, I believe two day workshop called the, I think we're just going to call it the quantum creation masterclass. Um, and we're going to be creating, you know, a community around this work and, uh, just a lot of focus on this within our own lives, because that's just what feels really, really good. And it is something that people find that they're looking for. We've had people sign up for quantum creators that have found it in the most bizarre ways. Like it, it just, ha- it, it also, it feels like a vortex <laughs> to me. And we're just going to finally start giving it the energy and consistency for the next little while that it really, really deserves. Um, and we had decided to come back to the loans show before making that decision actually. Yeah, which is so interesting to think about that bridge of incidents in itself, right? Like we we've been intending and through the work, like as we've created IAP and divinity, we're like peace of mind. That's the ultimate luxury. And um what I what I also want to reflect too is that 
that's what uh, quantum creators QC squared can offer you is like this peace of mind of knowing that you are the creator of your reality and then choosing to take your power back. And like our favorite, we, we love all the beautiful success stories about uh, material manifestations. Cause I feel like that really speaks to the power of the, the program, but the power of the course, the power of the application of it. But what we really love is the emotional transformation that people have, which is this like next level of freedom, this empowerment, this confidence that you can always come back to. And I know for myself, like any time where I feel like I might be caught up in struggle and I come back to the truth of reality, I come back to the truth of quantum creation, I can find myself back in peace of mind of, I know, I know what to do. I know my power. I just need to remember and uh, it, it always is that, like I, I had said, it's, it's what I always come back to, no matter like what, of course, I love like dabbling in all different, uh, like learnings and teachings and wisdom and all of that. But I always come back to quantum creation. And of course, the way that we've come to understand, explain it and relay it in this course. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it sounds like we're, we're selling quantum creators right now. We're actually just, we're not, we're just obsessed with it. Yeah. We're just sharing like where, what we've been chatting. We decided this episode was just going to kind of be like a a catch up. Um, but we've been, uh, what I'd like to talk about now is like how our own work and philosophy has changed because we've been talking, we, we, did the whole mini mind that we did our free divine magnetism mini mind, which was amazing. We had so many of you guys join. Uh, and we shared all of that on the podcast. And obviously the theme there was much more about allowing and openness and even surrender. And to me, because I think people think surrender or openness is the opposite of conscious creation. To me, they go hand in hand. It's like the way I see it is I create in the quantum field, what I desire through the quantum creation process. You don't even have to, I mean, once you're open, you can really set very lighthearted intentions and have them manifest. Um, but anyways, I create what I want in the quantum field because I understand how my thoughts create reality. And now I'm going to be open. Now I'm going to do the work that we shared inside the mini mind that we're doing inside of, of, um, the mastermind that we do inside of IAP. And it's both to me, like I, I think I'll always want to be a conscious creator. Some people want to live in full-blown surrender and allowing to me, it's very much, it's, it's both. It's like, if I can if I can create in the quantum field, or I do create in the quantum field, what I desire. And now I'm just really going to be open. Now I'm going to do the work to release the human side of me that wants to try and control or is dissatisfied or is focused more on what she doesn't want over what she does. Uh, it's, it's that to me is what surrender is about. It's like, I, I get to create because I am the quantum creator of morality and I'm going to surrender the resistance around it. I'm going to surrender the, how I'm going to completely allow for the bridge of incidents or the unfolding of my desire. And that's really what like, I think the body of low and Zoe's work is about. It's like, it's quantum creation. Like I actually, I want people in imperfect and prosperous and in divinity to have done quantum creators, to be honest, which at this point they just all have, that's just how it has worked um, because it gives context to everything. Yeah, exactly. It's, I, I just love how simple it all is when you break it down. Like the simplicity of like, once you understand what it means to consciously quantum create, and then what we've been speaking more into lately around surrender and openness. And once you learn how to do that. I mean, sometimes deep work or deeper work is involved to get yourself to that place, but it's like you, you can be so confident in your ability to create 
And then with the act of surrender, which is not giving up, it's just releasing. It's that state of openness. You get to fully enjoy your life with that inner knowing implanted that of course your quantum leap and all your heart's desires are going to arrive. And there's absolutely no rush. There's this deep level of trust, of inner confidence, of inner knowing, and you just simply get to enjoy the unfolding of your life, which is ultimately what we all want anyways. We all just want to be content with exactly where where we are um, in our lives and, and loving what is loving the reality in front of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I know like what we have have had lots of conversations though, around what this work has kind of looked like for you or this shift into one of openness for me, it's like each day I, I go to the quantum every day because I personally just really enjoy that, but I don't believe we have to obsessively visualize what we want. I just like to do it. Um, and then I'm just doing the work to release what's in the way. Like, that's what this has, like, I used to really try and cultivate belief behind things. And as we've gotten further and further into this world of quantum creation, I've just seen over and over that belief was not necessary. Belief in my power is necessary, but once you see the science, you, there's, you just believe because it's there, it's proven. Um, So belief in what's possible, belief in my value, but not necessarily belief in like the thing happening, right? Like I don't, I don't manifest through belief. Um, I mean, you can, the way I view it is like belief is, is if it's already there, great. If it's not create openness. Right. And so for me, the biggest shift in the last little while has really been an embodiment of what we're teaching in divinity, which is getting out of my own way tending to my human, the part of me that wants to resist what is or control or try and force things to be different, any resistance causing part of me, I'm doing the work each day to release that and create an open space for my quantum manifestations to come in. Yeah, that space is so beautiful too, because like you said, like you can of course manifest from belief. And I know we were talking a little bit about this before he popped on, but when you're trying to manifest from that place of belief, it's a lot of mental energy and it creates a lot of exhaustion. It can also create a lot of wrestling with the mind. And what I also feel like it's still the activation of the ego. It's still a lot of activation of the ego where like, of course the ego is this tool that's always going to be there and we can construct like beliefs. But what happens is that once like let's, if I break it down, you set an intention into motion, the bridge of incidents unfolds for your quantum leap, your quantum leap happens. All of a sudden you've got a whole new array of belief in the self and belief in the way reality works and the belief of your world around you that you didn't have to like consciously pick out. I believe in my power to create this. I believe I like, I am this, I am that all of those just sort of get downloaded when the quantum leap arrives and it just like, it becomes who you are. So it's this very effortless, this is how I experience it personally anyways, is that me trying to believe and having all this forceful energy, first of all, it feels very masculine. It's not, I'm definitely been more entering this like divine feminine energetic era of my life. And I just can't force myself into doing anything 
I cannot force myself into doing anything. And when I think about trying to cultivate and create all these beliefs and repeat the affirmations and have the program into my mind, like that just feels like a lot of doing. And it does not feel like me being, it does not feel like me being relaxed. And so what I found is like from this space that you're speaking, you're speaking into low and describing um, the journey of divinity and everything that we're creating in that space. It's such a beautiful place because what I found is that I'm so confident in my ability to create as a conscious quantum creator and I've done it time and time again over and over again those like the foundational beliefs have just arrived and are integrated but it's more of like I can just lock it in sometimes I'll go to the like I'll go to the quantum for fun there's definitely seasons of it where I'm like going to the quantum every day when I'm getting really excited when I'm just like feeling drawn to it Um, but what I will say is that and I mean it probably has if I'm just giving some context of where I presently am at in my life, I'm like living out of a couple suitcases. I don't watch TV. I'm alone. I'm very much like in nature. So I'm not really, I'm not having any programming or a lot of like other energy coming into my space. Like I'm actually very much like, I would say um, a clear channel right now so that it's easier for me to just say, hmm, that's the money that I want to make. Let me lock it in. And I seem to have this ability to just know when something's implanted in my subconscious mind, because I've done it time and time again in the quantum that, um, because there's all this solo time where I'm spending a lot of time meditating, I don't necessarily have to spend a lot of time in the quantum field. I can just lock in my desires. Does that make sense? Low? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, we've say in quantum creators that in areas where we don't have a lot of resistance, it can be enough to go to the quantum about something one time or yeah. to decide on it and then allow it in. We teach what we teach in there in terms of creating like the, the mental and emotional hardwiring to override what we're like air in areas where we have resistance going to the quantum over and over can be really, really powerful. Um, but where Zoe and I are at at this point is setting those intentions and then releasing the resistance that's in the way. And I think in that, like I've really shifted my belief about manifestation, which is like, I don't need to be living in the end. I don't need to be believing in it. I don't need to go through every last block. If there is resistance, let me look at it so that I can release it. And then I'm just the open space for what I want to come in. And there's like this, it's so it's, it is a lot more effortless. I mean, these are things that we're teaching inside of divinity, which is a six month program. Um, You don't need to be at this level, but I think you know, we'll be speaking to a lot more of this on the podcast, just because it's what we're both practicing and exercising. And I think again, with the knowledge that is quantum creators, you can decide what it gets to look like for you. For some people going every single day really helps their mindset, really um, puts them in a space of empowerment. And for others like Zoe, for, for me, I'm very, I've always been very like, sometimes I do it three days in a row and then not again for a week. And like, I've never found that consistency was completely necessary. Um, but I think it's just a really personal thing. And that's the, what we've seen with our alumni is that over periods of time, over a period of time after taking the course, it just becomes a part of their being and they become more and more easeful about it. But it's like the knowledge behind it is what's grounding them in the knowingness, right. In the, in their power. And so there isn't like a, oh my gosh, am I doing this right? What if I didn't do it for three days? It's like a, no, no, no. I know that I'm the creator. And for me, what that looks like is, you know, going to the quantum once a week or just locking it in, like Zoe said. Um, but it is something that becomes ingrained that becomes a very, just a foundation for a new identity that allows you to create quantum leaps in your life. 
just love all things quantum leaps, all things creating our dream lives. And that's also why I'm just so excited to remain consistent with these conversations because it just like lights me up. Mm -hmm. I just love being in this energy. I love being in this, in this knowledge and this wisdom and just being represents to how powerful each and every single one of us are. And, you know, it's, it's part of the human experience to forget and then come back to remember, forget, remember, forget, remember. We're always like, doing that because that's what we came down to earth for, but being in these conversations. And I know that the consistency of us coming back each week, doing that is just going to be remembering and integrating more personal power than ever before. And I'm so grateful and happy to have each of you listening on this journey with us as, as Mm -hmm. we commit to weekly episodes. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, keep a lookout within the next couple of episodes, we'll be letting you guys know about our next quantum manifest, uh, sorry, masterclass, <laughs> quantum manifestation masterclass. We've done a bunch of different ones. We are doing something a little bit different than we've done before. Um, and yeah, we'll be actually launching a whole new live round of quantum creators in May. <laughs> what month is it? I literally never know what day or month or time it is. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we're excited to share that with you guys. And we're just really grateful to have you here with us. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to the Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant. <laughs>